The Walking Dead continues to be the most popular television show on television. And if you're not watching it, then you hate zombies or life, one of the two. But it is awesome when we have a cast member on the show to talk about things Walking Dead. Ross Markward is the next on our list. He plays Aaron on the show, and he's on the phone with us right now to talk about all things Walking Dead. How are you, Ross? Good morning. How are you doing? We are excellent. Thank you for uh, getting up a little bit early and chatting things up about uh, The Walking Dead. I, I mean, uh, at this point, when you were cast on the show, it had to be a pretty awesome feeling. I mean, I know you want to go into every audition hoping you get the gig, but when a show's as popular as The Walking Dead, that's probably one that you really want, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I had auditioned for the show uh, twice prior, and, you know, one of those times, I think, based on the side that we were given, the scripts we were given, um, I think it was actually for the role of Gareth, which, you know, of course, was great, played brilliantly by, uh, by Andrew West, and uh, when I saw it on screen, I said, oh, man, that was the one I lost out on, you know, so I was a little bit bummed at first, but then after reading more about Aaron in the comics and realizing how complex he was as a character, I actually felt somewhat relieved that I didn't book it because uh, I, I really love bringing Aaron to life. Yeah, you know, and I mean, it's almost a jackpot, really, because he, he's a quiet badass, which which is an interesting role to get to play, I would imagine, right? Thank you. Yeah, it is, you know, because I think he's, he's kind of a perfect blend of Rick and Morgan, you know, where you know, Morgan is constantly looking good in people and doesn't want to kill. And, you know, Aaron's looking for the good in people, but realizes that some people you just have to kill. And so, um, like Rick, he makes those hard calls. And he says, you know, it's, 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 we're going to do this for our survival. It's going to be killed. And, you know, I think that he's a, he's a good hybrid of the two of them. You know, uh, Ross, how, how, how familiar with, were you with the source material before you jumped on the show? Were you a fan of the comics and the graphic novels before you, uh, you started to audition? Or was this something you kind of dived into once you saw what you were reading for? A little bit of both. You know, I, I actually had read some of the comics before I got it. My buddy Doug had a copy at his place, and every so often I'd go over there and I'd read some of it. But it wasn't until I booked the part that I just dove, you know, uh, headfirst into the materials and, you know, I, I wanted to make sure I spoke with Scott Gimbler, showrunner, and I just you know, wanted to make sure that he was okay with me, um, you know, taking some cues and some clues from the uh, the character in the in the compendiums that Robert Kirkman has written, of course. And he said, of course, but, you know, ultimately I want you to make this character your own. So I tried my best to, you know, honor the source material first and foremost, but also, you know, add a little bit of my own flair to the character that made him more real to me. But uh, both the, both the show and I mean I was a huge fan of the show from the very first episode and, and still have been you know to this day. But uh, the compendiums and the, the the work that Kirkman has done is just incredible. You know you've done a whole bunch of voice work, of course. Uh, my my kids are huge fans of Phineas and Ferb, and you pop up on there from time to time. And you know you you've done some of that stuff before as well. Is it still nice, or do you have a preference as far as being in front of the camera and actually doing some acting, or do you like the actual voice acting part of it a little bit better? Well, no, I, I would definitely say that I love being in front of the camera more. I mean, that's that's always been, you know, my, my background has been, I was making films when I was a seven-year-old with my buddies. But, um, you know, truthfully, one of the one of the great ways that I've been able to stay afloat after doing every single odd job possible in, in Los Angeles, just one terrible odd job after the next. Um, one of my friends told me about uh, voice matching work, which, you know, is basically where you'll, you'll essentially emulate a celebrity's voice because they're not able to do their own recording or for whatever reason. And in the case of Phineas and Ferb, you know, they reached out to Harrison Ford, but you know, he passed because he's Harrison Ford. And, you know, and uh, so we want a Harrison Ford voice matcher. Where can we find one? And luckily a friend had seen my, my tape and sent it over to the guys over there. And, uh, you know, jobs like that are both 
lucrative, but also they're, 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 they're very thrilling you know, to, to be able to bring life to some actors that I already have loved and appreciated for many, many years. I get a kick out of it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's really interesting, and, and I would imagine, like you said, challenging. What's it like on Seven of the Walking Dead when, when you have a script and you know something big is happening? Uh, maybe one of the characters or somebody that's been on the show for a little bit is uh, is going to be gone on, the, uh, on the, the show. What is it like in, in that period of time? Uh, especially because when we lose people on the show, you know, you're you're really losing them in real life too, in many respects, because you know that they're not going to be coming back to set anymore, and you're not going to be hanging out with these people for for, for dinner, and um, you know, it, it it is tough, and and it's one of those it's one of the heartbreaking things about our job is that you know you do form these incredible bonds with these people that you call family. We all call family on set, um, but you know that is kind of what makes the show interesting at the same time. I mean, is that you don't know who's safe, and no one is. No one is truthfully, you know, uh, off limits. I mean, anyone could pass at any time, and um, it's sad, but it's also it makes for damn good television at the same time. Talking to Ross and Mark Quinn, he's on uh, The Walking Dead. You can check it out Sundays, of course, uh, on AMC. Ross, uh, secrecy a huge part of your gig, obviously. Uh, do they trust you enough with the full script, and then just uh, you know hope that you keep a secret as things go forward, or are you only given certain parts so that you only know so much? You know, they give us, uh, you know, series regulars, we get the full scripts, and we're able to read the whole thing, but, uh, you know, it is still very much a thing that they have to come into our heads at the beginning of every season, because this this show, I think, more than any other, um, you know, has the this this spoiler fan base. There's actually a website called The Spoiling Dead that, you know, it's, their sole job is to reveal the plot line uh, of, the, of the next season, and, you know, we're, we're very diligent about, you know, not not misdirecting his fans, but also not giving any spoilers at the same time either. Um, because I think it just makes it more fun when people go in fresh and can just watch the episode without knowing anything about the characters or, or what's going to happen from the plot line. Yeah, it sure means that you got to keep up, uh, and a lot of times it's difficult uh, with uh, Sunday night being uh, Sunday night football. If you're a football fan, and I see that you're a, you're a big time Denver Bronco fan, so that's a conflict of interest. When the Broncos are playing Sunday night, right? I, I don't have I don't have cable, so I had to watch my Broncos live. Um, but as soon as I was done, I, I, I bought the uh, the episode and uh, on AMC, and I watched it. It was fantastic. I just love seeing Morgan's backstory. Uh, I tell you what, uh, Ross. One of the cool things about Aaron, I guess, from your standpoint too, is he's one of the uh, the cleaner episode characters on the on the show. Do you ever walk by the makeup trailer and see Norman and just go, "Oh man, you poor bastard! You got to be all dirty." <laughs> you know what? That's actually funny because Norman requests more dirt than anything. <laughs> he's, he's he's in there saying like, "No, more, more, more. Give me give me more darkness. Give me more dirt on my face." I mean, he loves that. Stuff, so I, I'm 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 very happy walking by and just saying. You know, I usually walk into the hair and makeup trailer and they mess with my hair a little bit. They put uh, maybe, I don't I mean, a little bit of powder on my face, and I'm out of there in five minutes, if that. So I, I love it. Well, I tell you what, looking forward to see the further adventures of Aaron here on The Walking Dead this season. Check it out Sundays on AMC. I know most of you do already, but great catching up with you, Ross, man. Thank you very much for the time. We appreciate it. Uh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Take